This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. AstraZeneca teams up with Oxford University to develop coronavirus vaccine. UK ethnic minorities suffer extra COVID deaths. And Trump uses pandemic to speed up opening of public land to industry. It's Friday, May 1. I'm Anthony Davis. British drug maker AstraZeneca has teamed up with the University of Oxford to develop and manufacture a vaccine for coronavirus in a move that could allow for rapid vaccination around the world if the treatment proves to be effective. Human trials of the vaccine developed by the university's Jenner Institute and Oxford Vaccine Group entered phase one testing last week, with hundreds of people aged 18 to 55 volunteering across five trial centres in southern England. As COVID-19 continues its grip on the world, the need for a vaccine to defeat the virus is urgent, Pascal Soriot, chief executive of AstraZeneca, said in a statement yesterday. It is definitely a risk to launch into the development of a vaccine, but now is the time to take those kind of risks. By June, July, we will already have a very good idea of the direction of travel in terms of its potential efficacy, he said. Professor Sir John Bell, Regis Professor of Medicine, Oxford University, described the partnership with AstraZeneca as a major force in the struggle against pandemics for many years to come. But Bell said the challenge is to be able to manufacture at scale once it is approved by the regulators. We also want to make sure that the rest of the world will be ready to make this vaccine at scale so that it gets to populations in developing countries, for example, where the need is very great, he said. It comes amid a global race to find a vaccine against coronavirus, with governments lobbying companies to secure first access when one is ready. There are 70 treatments under development worldwide. Oxford University said both partners had agreed to operate on a not-for-profit basis for the duration of the pandemic, with only the costs of production and distribution being covered. People from some ethnic minorities in Britain are dying in disproportionate numbers from COVID-19, possibly in part because they are more likely to work in healthcare and other sectors most exposed to the virus, a leading think tank said today. Per capita deaths for people in Britain who had black Caribbean heritage were three times that of British citizens who were white, the Institute for Fiscal Studies said. Per capita deaths among other black groups were double that of the population overall, while those of Indian descent also suffered more fatalities than average, the IFS said. Taking into account the fact that most minority groups are much younger on average than the white British population, per capita death rates across almost all minority groups looked disproportionately high, it said in a report. 
Part of the extra death rate could be explained by ethnic minorities' higher likelihood to live in London or other cities hit hard by the virus, but geography was not the only factor. Data from the United States has shown African Americans are more likely to die from COVID-19, highlighting long-standing disparities in health and inequalities in access to medical care. The Trump administration has ratcheted up its efforts amid the coronavirus pandemic to overhaul and overturn Obama-era environmental regulations and increase industry access to public lands. The Secretary of the Interior, David Bernhardt, has sped efforts to drill, mine and cut timber on fragile western landscapes. Meanwhile, the EPA, headed by the former coal lobbyist Andrew Wheeler, has weakened critical environmental laws and announced in March that it would cease oversight of the nation's polluters during the COVID-19 crisis. The rollbacks appear to follow a playbook put forth by influential conservative think tanks urging the White House to use the pandemic as justification for curtailing or eliminating environmental rules and oversight. While millions of acres of public lands across the country have been shuttered to visitors, they remain open to oil and gas companies. And despite plummeting oil prices, the Bureau of Land Management has announced no plans to cancel, or even scale back, upcoming auctions that would make hundreds of thousands of acres of public lands across the western US available to energy companies. One of the most controversial sales would offer up 150,000 acres in southern Utah to energy companies. Environmentalists, however, say the push to drill near the iconic red rock landscapes of arches and canyonlands is not only destructive but also unnecessary in light of an oil glut that has swamped storage capacity, driving oil prices last week into negative territory for the first time in history. In addition to ramping up oil and gas development on public lands, the Department of Energy announced plans last week to revitalise the US uranium mining and processing industry. Such a scheme, say environmentalists, puts uranium-rich Grand Canyon National Park and Bears Ears National Monument at extreme risk. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news. Daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.